Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I guess that's a take two. Guys, yeah, you let's don't know, get back on. He started recording and we found out that he was only recording himself and not me. And he left me out of this entire creative process. I mean, some people are important. It's really devastating. And this is acting. Oh. This is this is acting. I don't know if you still have it. Really, maybe you've lost it's it. It's interesting since because you I got f- that BFA. It's interesting because I filmed a self tape um, uh, yesterday, yes. and I was watching it, and I was just like, God damn it, God <laughs> damn it, yes, go me. Well, if you can't cheer for yourself, who can you cheer? Absolutely, for? <laughs> and no one else has seen that damn tape except for me and the casting director. Yeah, that's gonna cast if, you if they even watch it. So I mean, it might, it might, it'll probably just be me watching it, cheering myself. No, on. I'm sure they'll watch it or it's an assistant. Girl. Uh, an assistant, maybe. Yeah. An, an unpaid intern who's working from home. <laughs> and hopefully, and not here, paying attention. Hopefully, he or she will forward along. But hey, hey. this guy's got something. Yeah, I read as a, an arsonist character. <laughs> and I was surprised at how good of an arsonist I could was be. Was it a uh, Britney Spears biopic you were reading for? Because. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am. I'm quitting. I'm. Just, I'm quitting two gay mats. I'm just saying. Whoa. If we're talking about arson, we got dark. <laughs> hey, she burned down her gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. We're here another week in quarantine. Yes. We're having a great time. Yes. It was Matt Palmer's birthday this week, it ladies and was. gentlemen. Let's give him a round of applause. Oh. Ooh, you can add that like like special thanks. I won't be doing okay, that. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess Matt Palmer doesn't want to have fun with this podcast. Sorry. You know, normal radio people, they just have like buttons whenever something exciting well, happens. I don't have it's a like, button. I'm sorry. It's like woo or like whistles or applause or something. I don't have that. Yeah. Sorry. But it was my birthday and thank you for mentioning it. It was a very fun birthday, actually, even though I had to be indoors. Um, celebrated on Wednesday with Matt Steele and uh, Jackson, and it was great. Mm-hmm. He gave me a lot of great gifts, including a cameo from Queen Mandy Moore. So yes. that was really something that got me through the week for and sure. Mandy Moore was like, <laughs> Mandy. And the thing is, like, Jackson like reached out to all of Matt Palmer's friends, including me, being like, "Hey, if you want to like pitch in and everything, like, we'll all pay for it together and everything." Of course, Jackson paid for the bulk of it um, mm-hmm. as a nice boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, so, ja- but Jack. Jackson told Mandy Moore, like, hey, everyone, or no, hey, everyone, <laughs> hey, hey, Mandy Moore, like, uh, I'm getting this for my boyfriend, but like, honestly, like all of the friends are pitching in and everything. Right. And Mandy Moore throughout the the uh, cameo. cameo was like, oh, but your boyfriend Jackson is so nice. And you know, all your friends, but Jackson. <laughs> it's so good. She's like, like, your boyfriend Jackson, he cares about you so much. And I'm sure your friends do too. And I I, I bet your family, but Jackson. <laughs> she, yeah, she was like, <laughs> I bet your family, but Jackson. And I was like, okay, Mandy, geez. Yeah. I, want, I need to see what Jackson sent, that, right. sent her because... It was like mention me a lot. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't do that. No, but he didn't. if only. No, his so. Jackson's very. So good hey, thing. if I was getting him a 
the cameo from Mandy Moore. That's what I would say. I'd be like, say it's from me. Say it's from me. And that he should love me because <laughs> I'm a fucking cat. And that I'm the best. I'm the most iconic person they'll ever fucking meet. Oh my God. <laughs> so yes. Anyways, it was a great birthday and really loved that gift. I also, uh, we had a fun Zoom uh, game moment on mm-hmm. Saturday and we played uh, that Jackbox game where it's kind of like Mafia where three people are assigned as aliens and you've got to get them off the ship yeah. and the aliens won more often than they usually do playing the game. I feel like it over Zoom it's harder to read people and be like are you lying? I can't fully tell yeah. over over the internet so it is a fun game though and I was Ooh, I was an time. alien one round and it was really stressful. <laughs> it's always it was so stressful. very obvious. Not obvious but it was just like Matt's really trying to convince us he's not an alien but like of course <laughs> he is like he just answered this one question so insanely if you haven't played the game you should um it's a lot of fun and a fun thing you can do over zoom with people as we're social distancing so Matt still outside of my wonderful birthday mm-hmm. how was your week this has been the laziest week of my entire <laughs> quarantine what have you been up to I sh- I shot a self-tape audition <laughs> as we say I've been thinking about stuff I've been I literally listened to that Sawayama album like five I mean, times um I listened to the Jojo album amazing. I started a uh, I started binging another cycle of America's Next Top Model. I saw that. Yeah, I, I I'm on cycle six now, and I've seen all of the cycles there are to see now, except for the non Tyra cycle, obviously. Um, but there's I'm, only one non Tyra cycle. Yes, uh, is the show still on? 20, is it coming back? It's back. Yes, oh. I believe because you know how she stopped it at 22 when Niall Demarco won. Yes. Uh, it then came back with Rita Ora for cycle 23 mm. and then Tyra was like no I'm coming back and so I think it's on like 24 or 25 now. oh interesting back with Tyra okay yeah it seems very different now but um, it, it seems more I, it's, I'm too stressed I want to watch the old cycles that because I've seen cycle six before I know right. it's you know tried and true I know how it ends I now that. I can really just delve into you know the intricacies of the girls exactly what have you learned anything new jumping out at you in the rewatch nope nope all right I mean you, you pointed out how crazy and evil Jade was to me. oh J- I I when I was younger and watching that cycle I just remember thinking like oh yeah Jade's kind of mean but like whatever but now I watch and I'm just like oh my god if I was with <laughs> This woman in this house trying to model, and she was this mean to me. Oh my god! I wonder where what she's doing now. I just remember her referring. I to just her followed her on Instagram did today. You? It's a private account though, so I she has to like accept me. Yes. follow, so I'll let you know if she um accepts it. Hopefully, how many, and then I'll tell does you. She have a lot of followers. She's like ten thousand. Okay, you know, so so yeah. It's it's not been it has not been an eventful hey, week. Hey, it's okay. Rina Sawayama's been getting us all through every. She week, really so. has. We just recorded our Rina Sawayama review video yes. for the main channel. Um, and we have feelings, we have thoughts. Yeah. So make sure to watch that. Um, my week was mostly birthday stuff. Uh, I worked the other four days during the week, but I did take my actual birthday off because you know you gotta really you gotta. pamper yourself on your birthday. Yes. And um, what did I do that day? I mostly before Jackson came over, I made myself some pancakes, mm-hmm. and so that's been nice. My friend Corey made me a key lime uh, cheesecake, which I have been eating through all week, just like a little bit a day, and it's been really wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then we had. The, the party thing on Saturday. Um, I keep meaning to work on music because I've started half a song that's really good mm. and I just haven't gotten around to finishing it. Um, but, you know, we had a lot of Sawayama to listen to, a 
lot of videos to record, a lot of podcasts to record. So that's my goal for the week. I'm having trouble during the week getting work done after work. Just for some reason, the quarantine of it all, it's like I can only do this work day and then I'm just like dead. You're spent. I'm so tired from doing nothing all day. It's crazy. I I think it's just because I don't see anyone during the day. I don't see anyone ever. So I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm, I'm just so... And yeah, this was like a rough week because yeah. I feel so not compelled to do anything because right. I'm just like, well, I'll have tomorrow. I know. It's just hard. It's hard to motivate yourself because it's part of you is like, I have nothing but time. But then once you do do things for most of the day, you're just like, oh, I'm so like, I haven't been outside. There's no, no way to really mm-hmm. motivate myself to like really get stuff done. But that's the goal for the week. You know what? We're all doing our best. We're all trying to stay sane. This is an unprecedented event for all of us that were not alive in 1918, which is, I would say, most of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I think we should not beat ourselves up if we have a lazy week. We're allowed to have that. We're all just trying to keep our heads above water, like Avril Lavigne said in 2017. I don't know. I forgot. I listened to that album once. And I love her, but that album was not it. I'm for sorry. Me. I know. But that, uh, but the self-titled Avril Lavigne album, which came out in, I think, 2013. Excellent. I remember you blasting Woo! in the car. That is a hit album with no real hits on it, but it should because it just is it's just all, a classic album. So if we want to go back and listen to that, we all should. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I guess we should hop into the news for idiots. Should sure. We do it? All right. Why not? Well, let's see what the news is. Um, well, first up, I remember this because it's, you know, been what's been driving me all week. Mm. If anyone's taking a gander at the Apple iTunes charts recently, you'll be seeing a lot of uh, pop queens of yesteryear popping up near the top. And I think that's very exciting. And it was begun by the ever um, brilliant Lambs, Mariah uh-huh. Carey's fan base. They know we, how to do it. We do. Of course, uh, Justice for Glitter happened last year in which Glitter, I think, or not last year, in 2018, right before Caution came out. Yes. Uh, glitter went to number one on the iTunes charts uh, just because they were going through and listening to all of the albums and realized Glitter wasn't on streaming. And it was like, okay, let's just buy it. It's only $4.99. And then it catapulted to the top of the iTunes album charts because truly no one buys albums on iTunes anymore but uh, so then um, this year over quarantine because uh, the gays in our age range are bored they were like let's do the same thing for equals MC squared even though this album has sold more in first week than any of Mariah's albums and has a number one on it we've decided it needs more justice (laughs) and so we're gonna buy it again we're buying it again for $4.99 and it went it peaked at number one on the iTunes album charts which is quite amazing and so other fan bases are getting on the action right now I believe Glory by Britney Spears an underrated iconic absolutely I think one uh, one of her absolute best albums yes such a wonderful wonderful moment in 2016 was listening to Glory for the first time and walking out and seeing Matt Palmer and being like did you did did you listen? Because we that didn't album? expect it. Like, it. We we're like, oh, make Whoa. me is good, but like this rollout's been kind of a wreck. What's the music gonna yeah, be like? Yeah, because it was a uh, uh, clumsy. That was like the second thing yes. she she rolled. But then out. she put out. Do, Do you want to come, come over? over? And we were like, okay, gas, fast, fast, fast. on board. So that is currently as we are recording this number four on the iTunes album charts That's and number amazing. one on the pop charts. And right underneath it, number five on overall and number f- uh, two on the pop charts is Mariah Carey's Charm Bracelets. <laughs> Because, again, what do gays... We have disposable income. We're bored. We're stuck inside. And we want to support our queens. I don't have disposable income, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, gays of this age range don't have kids, is what I'm saying. And you have disposable income now. 
Well, don't, thank you. I mean, taxpayers. I'm <laughs> so, um, and then I think Madonna's uh, bedtime stories peaked at number one. I saw that. That got some justice. Janet Jackson's Control was in the top ten. So oh, was it really? Yes. Damn gays. Gays are, are doing it. And so I'm glad you all had productive weeks. Right. Exactly. I should do point. like justice for Caroline or change or something. <laughs> you, should, you should definitely get that started. Get that trending. Let's see how far that goes. But um, I mean, honestly, if this means we're gonna get a Mariah Carey, you know at home performance of a song from Charm Bracelet. I'm excited about it. Oh, clown, let's go. I would, the thing is, I wonder what she was doing. I was talking to my friend Rory and we both think she's probably going to do Subtle Invitation. I feel like that is the song she likes the best from Charm Bracelet, but we, I guess we'll see. You never know. She did Last Kiss from Equals MC Squared, which I like, but a lot of lambs don't like Last Kiss. I think Last Kiss is lovely. Last Kiss is nice. It's great. There's the one song uh, from Equals MC Squared that you hate and I'm like, this song's fine. Why do you hate it? For the record? No. uh, 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 OC? No, there's Love Story. Oh, I do hate Love Story. Why do you hate Love Story? That's a that's a cute song. Bad. It's bad. It's just like the beat is too loud. The, the it's sing songy. The melody's annoying to me. And again, I actually like Equals MC Squared more than a lot of Lambs do. But I, I do love feel Equals like, MC Squared. I yes. think it's so light and fun. It's and summery just, and like yeah. very fun. It's, it's a joy. not the most like thoughtful Mariah Carey vocal arrangements or anything. But the songs are fun. It's cool. It works. And it has Migrate on it, which I mean, is one of her best songs. I mean, honestly, those first six tracks and then I'll be loving you long time. Like. Truly, there's not a flaw to be seen. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. So, um, excellent album that I'm glad jumped back to number one. And I wonder I, I wonder how Britney's going to celebrate because she even acknowledged that Gloria had jumped to number four. I know, four. I saw her on iTunes. You saw her. Uh, yeah, she was like, this is my favorite day ever. And like, this is great. And like, it was, I mean, I love that she's seeing how much people love her for her music because I mm-hmm. don't. I never think Britney realizes the impact she's had on all of us. And I realize that's a part of it. That's what makes her a humble legend. But like. You know you're iconic. Right? Yeah, you like, know you've saved lives. Uh, right, like and I don't saved know if she thousands knows. and thousands of lives. I don't know if she knows. And so. that we all remember the first time we laid eyes exactly. upon you and exactly. heard your music. Yes. I just I want her to know that. So, speaking of Miss Spears and uh, your arsonist role, uh-huh. <laughs> I think this is funny. Why does it upset you? It's it's <laughs> it's. I'm just like, oh no. I I just I feel. <laughs> So Brittany posts on Instagram this week. I'm sure it was just like a stressful moment. Like, you know, like she, I just, (laughs) (laughs) so Brittany posts a video of her back in her gym on Instagram. Cause in fairness, we have not seen her inside her gym in a minute. And she opens the video basically explaining, um, I'm back in my gym and, um, you know, I haven't been here in a while because it's been, you know, under construction for six months because, you know, I had some candles out and <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in my gym for six months because I burned my gym down. I burned, I burned, I, and I burned down. I, I, I had my candles out and, you know, one thing led to another and, and it burned down. <laughs> I burned it down. Anyway. I just love, and she says she only has two machines that are left after the fire, I guess, that took out a gem. Yeah. And it's just like. What, wait, what? Like, how are you just going to like, she says open? It, she says it like, you know, just so innocently, just like, right. well, you know, it happens. Sometimes your your gym burns down. It was so <laughs> nonchalant, like, which is why I'm not worried about it, because clearly she's fine. Everyone's fine. But it's just like I just needed to rewind the video as soon as she said that, because I was like barely listening. I assumed she's going to do a workout thing. It's like, wait, what did you say? Oh, I watched the video like a hundred <laughs> times. It's just Imagine being so wealthy that you can burn down a room of your home, be like, lol, six months afterwards. It's just. Like, well, I only have these two pieces of equipment left. Because, you know, so I'm going to show you what I do. And she like does some squats. It was so good. I just, 
like queen. <laughs> like literally everything she does. And but like I feel like especially during this quarantine, she's been such a light. Like everything. Yeah. Cause for a while there it was like, oof, these Instagram posts are depressing and dark and who knows what's happening. But now it's like, oh no, I love this. <laughs> like I need more of you just working out and telling us about like the different rooms in your home you've burned down. So just live your life, Brett. We love. Just don't don't watch out for the candles. Just yes, be careful blow with them candles. out. Blow I, I feel like we out. can all This is advice to everyone out right. there listening. And you know, you know I love a candle, but I also love blowing them out. Yes. At the end of my workouts, when I usually have them going with the windows open as well, because sweating inside. You work out with candles on? Yeah. Well, just one candle. I feel like it could like you're jumping on the floor, like it could shake, it could rattle, it could tip over. No, it's a very your gym burns down. You literally know how wide this candle is. It's sitting on a desk. I'm not like jumping up and down that much. It's really safe. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying, well, why aren't you jumping down that much? Are you not working? I'm doing what the instructors are telling me to do, and I'm doing a great job. And sweetie, I haven't seen you do an indoor workout since we've been on this quarantine. Oh, hell so, no. how, so there you hell go. So no. there you go. Maybe you should keep your opinions to yourself. Hell no. <laughs> um, in the second most heartwarming story of the week, Anderson Cooper had a baby. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That's nice. Yes. After you just said gays aren't having babies. <laughs> I mean, he's a... Mi- no, no shade. He's elderly and not elderly not elderly Jesus <laughs> he's Christ. in his he's 50s and also no matter how many babies he has he will always have disposable income his yes. mom is, was Gloria Vanderbilt so, so he, he can afford to have absolutely. a baby and pay for charm bracelets exactly he can do both he, you know some gays have the, the ability to do both and we love that for him um, and I think it actually is lovely if you read the caption because clearly I think his mom passed away pretty recently mm-hmm. his brother uh, died by suicide when he was younger and his dad died I believe when he was 10 and so oh my god I didn't know his dad died as well his dad died young. as well so I think the I, I don't know if this ha- it sounded like the idea of him continuing his lineage had something to do with this mm-hmm. like the idea of like oh I want you know our family to live on in the world had something to do with this decision and I think it's really lovely it's amazing that he's doing it on his own I feel like he had a long term partner but I don't believe they're together no anymore. I haven't seen them together in a while yes but that guy was I mean, of course. I mean, I guess it only makes sense. Yes, of course. Um, But they looked great. I supported that. (laughs) They did look great. But uh, Anderson and his baby also look great. The baby is very healthy. Uh, What was that baby's name? Wyatt Cooper. And uh, it's a beautiful moment, beautiful story. I love people having kids and, you know, having surrogates. And yeah, I'm glad that everyone's happy and healthy and living their best lives. Yes. Best to Wyatt. Welcome to the world. I know it's weird now, but hopefully by the time you can remember things, it'll be you can go outside again. So that'll be cool. <laughs> I would hope so, Wyatt. I mean, oh, cross oh. your fingers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you never know. Um. So also this week, something amazing happened on my actual birthday, which was kind of some would say a gift to me, some would say it just was a coincidence. But Megan the Stallion and Beyonce <laughs> released. Their remix of Megan Thee Stallion's hit, Savage, which truly I had heard so much in TikTok videos. I had heard that hook a billion times just via like TikTok videos that I'm not even on TikTok, but I see mm. the dances anyways. And TikTok I, videos find a way of getting to they you. They do. They get to you. And it's like, how? I'm not. Okay. I'm, not I'm not asking yeah, for this. But I literally never bothered to listen to the full song because I was like, I get it. I get we're savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. Got it. But then obviously when Beyonce jumps yeah. on it. And Beyonce's verses are so incredible. Like, I clearly, I love that the remix is like, oh, I'm going to take this song and do, put my stamp 
all over it. It's not just like, oh, Beyonce's going to come in for a verse and like give you a little background. It's like, no, no, I'll be doing several verses, <laughs> newly written raps. I'll be singing. Several verses? How many verses are there? I, there are several. Wow. <laughs> and I love in the background during the hook, she's just like, okay. <laughs> It's like, yes. And uh, another beautiful thing about this is that uh, this song is actually going to charity. All the proceeds were benefiting the Houston-based disaster relief organization Bread for Life. And obviously, it's the number one song on iTunes. It's God been, damn it, like, Beyonce's number two on Spotify. I think Houston just announced that they're, I'm sure they already had a Beyonce day, but there's now going to be a Beyonce day and a Megan the Stallion day because Megan's also from Houston. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... So you're going to give us amazing music and give all the proceeds to make us feel better and get yeah. out of our our freaking houses. It's just like queen. Like, amazing. I, I'm so. I Is it going number one on Billboard? I, it could. I, it'll okay. definitely be top we two, gotta, right? We got to knock that 2C. <laughs> is that thing still is, number one? I, I, I probably is. But then he also released an album this past Friday. Surprise oh, released that. an album. Yeah. So I don't know if people are going to be listening to 2C or any other songs more than. Well, let's hope Megan's that splits the vote. <laughs> And you Beyonce are, can You are so not into the 2C Come slide. on, have y'all heard the 2C? Oh my I love God. that you won't call it the 2C slide. It's the 2C it's the slide. Two, it's the 2C. The 2C. Like, I listened to it and I was like, what is the... Ha- you what? have an aversion to Drake in general. And this is one of Drake's worst singles. It's, it's, it's not a single. Like, it's not... Like, there are songs that, that Drake has released that I'm like, oh yeah, this is really good. And of course, I'm a huge Degrassi fan. Of course. But... Let, I can't support this 2C slide. <laughs> I can't support it. Like, this is not a real song. It is. I mean, hey, I'm with you. I don't think it's good. I it, I think it upsets me less than it upsets you. It just seems like... Because it's so incredibly lazy. And it's so clear that he just wanted a TikTok hit. He yeah. just wanted a hit that would be big on TikTok. And I mean, I guess he got it, so... Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I also just want to talk about a film that premiered on Netflix this week and called uh, entitled The Half of It. It is uh, by director Alice Wu, and it is a high school lesbian themed uh, teenage story and it was very lovely and very good the casting was great and I really enjoyed it I've been trying to dive into more Netflix programming and um, we also tried to watch uh, what is the new show that Mindy Kaling is producing oh never have I ever never have I ever yes. and I read literally everything I read online about oh, I hear it's, like, it's incredible excellent. it's yeah. excellent I watched the first three or four and I'm like these kids are bad Oh no And like The main girl's not so bad But her friends are terrible And also like I don't know Like I wanted to love it And There are parts of it I really like But I just feel like The writing's really cheesy It just feels uneven to me And I'm surprised at the like Universal acclaim it's getting And maybe it gets better As you keep keep watching And I'm gonna continue watching it But I feel like this is the second Netflix show I've kind of like Fallen off of The first of course was um, The reality show About having the sex ban Or whatever So it's a different category Sex ban Yeah Too Hot to Handle Is basically Oh you stopped watching that I mean I Maybe I'll finish it And maybe I'll finish This Mindy Kaling show as well But like of the th- the things I've watched on Netflix recently, I feel like the half of it is head and shoulders above those other two options. So I would definitely watch it. It's very charming. It's very winning. And it's I feel like you would enjoy it because it's kind of breaks the typical mold of like a, a high school movie about like, oh, this is how the romances go. And this is the ending. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like the director made very conscious decisions and being like, they, these are kids that are intersecting at this point in their lives mm-hmm. and they are they have much of their lives ahead of them and let's not pretend that this is not something it isn't you know okay, I feel yes. like I feel like I you like would that. yeah I feel like you would appreciate that for sure so that is something that I would recommend and you're still enjoying your FX Hulu 
show, yeah? Oh, Mrs. America? Yes. Oh, excellent. Is yeah. it even better? I'm really mad because I thought that they would only release, that they would, I thought that they would release more than one new episode mm. this Wednesday, and they're only releasing one episode <laughs> per week now, and I'm just like, I want to know what happens. Mm. I, I mean, I guess I know what happens because it's, it's historical fiction, <laughs> yeah, but like, right. I want to, I want to see more. Right, well, that's, there's not, that's how TV works. It's most annoying. Of the time. I, I mean, not everything is bingeable, but I will say I was kind of not terribly interested in the Ryan Murphy Hollywood show uh, but then I saw more clips of it and like kind of more of the gay stuff that happened so I'm like <laughs> oh you slut oh. <laughs> not even like the gay the gay sex stuff but there's like kind of like a storyline that's like really sweet it's like only like cute. <laughs> <laughs> see the thing I'm uh, I'm totally down to watch it I hear I hear some people love it and some people really don't like it Interesting. I mean Patty LaPone's has a huge role in it so oh, I'm like well, oh my god like this I'm absolutely on board for this um, and like I you know I like Ryan Murphy yeah. stuff a lot and but um honestly like throwback Hollywoody stuff yes. is something that everyone always kind of assumes that I'm really into yeah. and I'm always kind of not not that I dislike it, but I'm never really like super excited right. about that sort of thing. That was kind of why um, I didn't want to watch it initially, but then I saw more. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the shirtless guy. Uh, not just the shirtless guy. It just seems like there's a sweet the love. You saw line. the love between the guys. I, I, sorry, I care about love. Some people still believe in it. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> Actually, the day we're recording this is the 10 year anniversary of when my <laughs> first boyfriend broke up with I- me. <laughs> I a can't well I can believe you remember that but like I certainly can't believe you just brought it up. Of course I am, darling. I you mean, honest and on you, this podcast. Do you think you're ever gonna forget that date? No. Do you forget any date? No. I remember. I remember all dates, but like I really remember that date. Of course. So what? what how were you feeling ten years ago? Like what was this your, time ten years yes. ago? I was. Whoa! You know, I was. To quote uh, my ex-boyfriend, the night of, Mm -hmm. I've never seen someone cry like that. (laughs) So this is when he told you or like when he. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I know, but like. I mean, I was a child. Yes. I just, I don't remember day. I can remember vague years. I'm like, I think that was 2017. (laughs) So I I just can't relate to like the, the. Date knowing of things. Oh, I'm, I, I'm a date person. I think there are pros and cons of having a bad memory. I feel like this is a pro. <laughs> I don't want to remember those dates. I would never. So no, I like it because I'm. I like knowing like how much time has elapsed mm. between then and, hey, and seeing how far I've come. Which, I like, do like ha- that. Have I come that? Yay! Hey, you don't text him on his birthday anymore, which well, is truly all I ever wanted. <laughs> That ended 2015. Good. I would say. Good. Yeah, that was the, the last communication. I just, I yeah. just, that was one of my early Matt Steele memories was being like, yeah, because I was to- just like, I don't talk, I'm not talking to him, but like, I still wish him a happy birthday Jesus. and everything. But then 2015, I was like, I'm not doing it. Yes. I love it. The best leaf you've ever turned. <laughs> um, well, there's a new single dropping on Friday. Also in the uh, tune of Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce, it's also for charity. And it's by one Miss Ariana Grande and one Mr. Justin Bieber. Their collaboration entitled Stuck With You is uh, going to be available for streaming on Friday. And all the proceeds are going to, um, I guess, COVID relief. Uh, Hold on. What is it? First Responders Children's Foundation. So uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. I'm down for that. They released a part of the instrumental and it kind of sounds lover-esque. It sounds very similar to uh, Taylor Swift's Lover. So it'll be interesting to hear Ariana on that kind of song. I feel like they've only collaborated once before in like a little capacity in which she did like kind of like a just I'm going to sing over 
remix of What Do You Mean when okay. Purpose came out. And I don't know that they've done a song together actually since then. I feel like they performed together maybe, but I, I'm excited about this. I love that Ariana is doing so much home recording work. I feel mm-hmm. like she's doing, she did a lot of like that Disney special mm-hmm. she did a thing for. And she, she just did that Jason Robert Brown concert yeah, she and just still, hurting, still hurting. And it's like, oh, this was great. I know. <laughs> like, she, I mean, when she does a song from a musical, she's she always, really does. She like she really knocks it out of the park when she sings a song from a musical. I know. Like it really, I'm just like, oh, this is, you have a beautiful voice. And I mean, I always knew she had a beautiful voice. Right. Obviously her voice is objectively beautiful, but right. it's just like, oh no, there's something that, there's something that feels so lived in mm. when she sings musical theater because it's just like oh this these are the songs you sang like right. as a child she like, also like remembers her consonants which we always love yes man know? she does <laughs> um so are you saying you wanted to be alphabet I will say I would I would like to see her audition okay <laughs> I, love I would like to, I would like it. to see the tape you'd like to see the tape I want to see right. the tapes all right so May 8th will be her audition with stuck with you <laughs> we'll okay that will be your audition um in more baby news Gigi Hadid has confir- confirmed her pregnancy so she and Zayn Malik are having their first child together they're they're so young though they are young I, well, actually, they're not young. It's just that I've gotten old, <laughs> and I'm yeah. just like, wait, Zayn Malik. He was he's a child in young in one I guess direction. He's probably like oh, twenty five, twenty six. No, he's he's old. He's an adult. He's he an definitely adult. is an adult. Um, so it was confirmed. They, I guess, they had like a gender reveal party, and Gigi confirmed it on a Jimmy Fallon episode this past week. I think it's very interesting. Um, that you know, I feel like they have broken up and gotten to, back together so many times because. Just recently, I guess maybe nine months ago now, she she was dating Tyler C. from The Bachelorette, who you know I love. Oh. And um, they were dating for a minute, and then I guess they broke up, and she got back with Zane, and now, now they're having a baby. Well, now, I guess she's having a baby. And now she's having a baby, so that's, you know, that's exciting news for them. We're very happy, so I wish, you know, health and happiness to their new family. Um, and I just have to talk about this for a moment. You won't have much to say, but... The Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion mm-hmm. had to be shot on Zoom, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, because we're not allowed to be within 10 feet of each other. And I've been worried about all of the reunions because the Vanderpump Rules reunion is going to be shot on Zoom. I, apparently they did the Summer House reunion the same way. And I've been kind of concerned, just like the things that make the reunions on Bravo so great is like, you know, you're in person, you're in people's faces, mm-hmm. you're yelling, you're screaming. The trailer for the Atlanta Housewives reunion looks so good <laughs> like oh it's God. just like they I just feel like whoever's editing these things should deserves a raise and award like it just there's no issue with the timing everyone's getting right on it Nini has instead of walking out just closes her laptop oh my god <laughs> And then it's like, I can't see Nini anymore. Nini dropped out and she's just like, close the laptop. It's like, yes. That's <laughs> so, that's genius. I love that's it. Wonderful. I love it. I feel like they're just definitely going to bring the drama. And I heard a rumor today, which I, is, I don't know if it's true or false, but apparently Cynthia, who's been on the show, I think since season three, is either getting demoted or fired next year. I assume Eva is going to get demoted or fired next year because no one likes her. Oh, um, Eva. She, the thing is, the audience isn't like her. She, she's well liked within the group, but she's. Weirdly, not dramatic enough. Like she doesn't. Okay, bring she's it. dramatic on America's Next Top Model. That's the thing. I and I feel like she and but also for like most not most. I feel like a lot of the time she's been on Housewife, she's been like pregnant and so she can't drink and then she's just like, uh, it's just like this is not. And then she can't go on the trips when they like fight agree. She's just like oh, I have to stay home because I'm you know my third trimester or whatever. And it's like. Boo, like, sweetie. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, I love that you're working and you're pregnant. Like, I want pregnant people to have work, of course, but 
I mean, if this is your job and you can't film for days and days on end, and you can't drink, trip, like I mean, what are we even doing here? So <laughs> oh, I anticipate there'll be a cash shakeup because I do feel like there were good things about the season, but it could have been a bit better. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Eva got her peach snatched away, and if Cynthia gets demoted. So okay, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Um, I mean, I I keep bringing this up to you, and you seem very not worried about it. I would be a little worried about all the cinema stuff, all the regal cinemas, yeah. the AMCs. They're boycotting Universal movies now. That whole drama is so weird to me because yes. it's literally, they're just airing their drama publicly. Right. And why are they doing it publicly? I don't know why they're doing it publicly. Because it, it just, feels like this should be something that's negotiated behind the scenes. Like, why are we all in on this? Yeah. So of so what happened was the Trolls movie made $100 million via VOD sales. And so Universal was like, okay, well, we're going to try just putting out things in the theaters the same day that we do things into VOD. Mm-hmm. And AMC and Regal Cinemas were pissed. Yes. And they're like, if you do not give us the same 90-day window, we will not put your movies in our theaters. And it's just like... I don't know. It just feels like we're, this is going in a bad way. Like yeah. it seems it's it's know. hard to the good thing about this is it means like small independent theaters will thrive. True. That's true. So I think that and honestly those are the movie theaters that are like going to the best anyway. <laughs> because like those those are the movie theaters that show the more independent films, the more Oscar baity films, yeah. like the films where the audience isn't filled with like a bunch of screaming children and parents right. who don't know how to parent their children throwing popcorn everywhere. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> and so like it's when you you go there on a Friday night and you know it's not like completely full but um <laughs> but i i it, it's hard because i understand both sides of it mm-hmm. like i understand why regal and amc are really really mad but yeah. it's kind of like well but if you're if you just say well then we won't show any of your films then you're really not making any exactly. money exactly like you are making no money exactly whatsoever and off so, your nose despite your face yeah i mean even though it's just one production company it's a major major totally. production company yeah. like do you, will you make enough money from the other production companies to sustain right who knows i just don't want it to be like a repeat of what happened to the music industry where mm-hmm. it was just people were so resistant to digital like all of the uh, record companies were so resistant to digital and then everyone was pirating things and then st- and streaming and now it's just like oh now you just can't make money on a recorded music yeah because and I feel like you gotta somehow create a deal that's works for both parties mm-hmm. if you want to stay in the game like because yeah. it's like you can't fight the future you can't fight technology you've got to get in with it and I feel like these really loud pronouncements of like no we will not it's like the wrong move yeah right I agree with that I so, think work it out girls work, it, work out. it out come on like air don't air your drama because you're just stressing everyone out I know and we have enough stress since we're all stuck inside we don't need the additional stress of AMC regal cinemas please yeah and I mean I I get it AMC stressed because they're like going yeah, bankrupt, bankrupt or whatever. <laughs> so um I wish everyone the best. Yes. I'm I I do still believe that, you know, the the smaller movie theaters will um do well mm. in this scenario. So okay. that's that's what I'm excited about. Okay. That's what I'm happy about. I don't know. It's just so upsetting the idea of not having access to like a big film right. in a movie theater is right. just so upsetting yeah it's weird it's just very strange and because you know you watch a a big action movie or something like that in on your tv and no matter how big and nice your tv is it's just a different experience it's not the big screen right so it's true it's true it's true um well i uh think those are all the major news points of the day do you have anything else that i missed out any sort of broadway news 
Besides no, still closed. Broadway's closed. Yeah, but maybe there were some on like online Zoom things of note. No? Okay. Yeah. Well, if there was a Zoom thing that happened on Broadway, Matt Steele doesn't care about it. Whoa. Well, we already had That's the Sondheim concert. We brought up the Jason Robert Brown show. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, then we'll take a quick break and be back with more 2K Mats. Bye. Hello. Welcome back to the Two Gay Mads podcast. Yes, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, gross. Um, so this is Email My Heart, the section of the podcast where we take some emails that you guys send to us and answer any questions you might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart by emailing us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelt T-W-O. And we have two questions. Yes. Uh, we actually got a, a lot of questions. Uh, emails this week. I love it. Thank you for emailing. Keep keep it up, guys. Keep it up. And uh, I'm going to answer emails from two people who I believe we've never answer questions from before. All right. Yeah. Some first timers. Yeah. If we have, we apologize. Um, so the first one is from Marissa. Marissa says, hi guys. I hope you both are doing well. Given the circumstances I noticed in your recent apartment tour that you own a Nintendo switch. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you have any favorite video game, video games or video game series. Keep up the good work. I have none. Matt Palmer, take it away. All right. Absolutely. (laughs) So, um, I was the one that invested in the switch and, uh, of the switch games, I've played. I really, really, really love Super Mario uh, Odyssey. Um, that was just such a great game, and uh, I tr- I loved every second of it. And I miss it sometimes. I want to replay it, and I start. I'm like, oh, I can't get too far into it, but then I want to play it again, and it's just really fun. Okay. Um, currently, I am playing Luigi's Mansion Three, and that is a great game. And um, that was the one I think was my. Uh, Giving you moments moments very recently, yes. So, still loving that. I haven't spent as much time with it this week as I would have liked, but it's still a wonderful, wonderful game. I'm a Mario Kart person, a Mario Party I have purchased. Any sort of Mario game, I'm usually on board. Um, And I also really loved Zelda historically. I just played um, and beat the SNES Zelda A Link to the Past on my Switch, and I keep meaning to get into the new Zelda on the uh, Switch system, um, but it, I find it to be very hard. <laughs> like, I just am so used to the 2D SNES Switch that, like, and I played Ocarina of Time um, in, on 64, but I just, like, I don't know, something about, like, having to control the uh, camera as well, and something about the fact that the map is so spread out, and it's just like, oh, you just find things, you go in and you beat things. I like things that have a very linear story and this game is so wide that Mm -hmm. it feels overwhelming but I do need to spend more time I bought the game I should give it a go and try my best at it but I just haven't come around back to it but hopefully soon Hopefully soon. Yes. Oh, God. I Talking know. about video games is just like in one ear, out the other. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I also bought just like I'm, for fun, uh, I bought a Monopoly video game because. Uh, oh, you were Jack- getting into that. Yes. No, I it was fun playing with Jack. Jackson's a big Monopoly person. Okay. And uh, it is fun to play on the Switch. And I also have Uno, which is just a fun like if I have a five minutes and want to play a little Uno game on the Switch. Ooh, have I, I talked about Uno on the podcast before? What about it? Oh, Uno, I just like. I don't get it. What, like, what's not to get? It's fun for like 10 minutes maybe, but then like people get so invested in it and they start screaming at each other. <laughs> I, I'm i sorry. I'm not a game person. I say this all the time. I don't get it. Like, I know. You I, don't like games. Uno's very fun and people get invested and I understand getting invested into a game. It's just that people get so stressed about yeah. Uno. They get so invested in it right. to the point where like it's not fun. I think it's still fun. <laughs> it's not fun after a, a period of time and it's just like, guys, calm down. Like, can we just sit around and talk? I don't get it. Whatever. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Don't play a game with Matt Steele. I really am known to like sabotage a game because I'm bored. 
<laughs> what a great Didn't quality. Didn't I do that once with uh, Jeff, I think? Which, Jeff and Jean? Which game did you sabotage? Oh, some Wild Wild West card game oh, or something. Oh, I don't even remember that. This was years ago. Mm. And I remember, like, I purposely, like, did something wrong to, like, sabotage like my team or something horrible. I bet they were pissed. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really knew. I, I think you knew I sabotaged I'm sure I it, did. but they didn't. <laughs> um, because if they knew like he would, yeah. Our friend Jeff is very competitive yes. and he like literally designs video games. Right. So, he's so in the right like, line of work. Yes, exactly. So, um, he's very passionate about games. So like if you knew, um, that I sabotaged like our team, then wow. he would probably hate me. This is life. why I don't so, play games and not steal. So <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, so the next question comes from Darian. Darian says, hello, Matt. I love your content and have been watching you guys since your whiz live review years ago. Thank oh, you. Thank for you conti- so much. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to make videos and podcasts for us when all we can do is sit and wait for this whole thing out. Totally. Uh, you know, Ms. COVID-19. We hate uh, her. <laughs> we hate her. My boyfriend and I worked on Broadway up until the closing. Him in Town and myself in Six, the musical. A musical I think Matt Palmer would love. The Grapevine says Broadway might not come back until late fall or even possibly 2021. <sighs> How, yeah, I know. Jeez. How do you think this will change the art form and Broadway as a whole, considering Broadway has never been dark for this long, as well as all the tours and off-Broadway? I suppose this question is mostly for Matt Steele, but go off, Matt Palmer. <laughs> have a great day and you guys have a great day you guys and be safe p.s if you guys ever wanted to have a fan as a guest or ever or even someone else in the business i think it would be awesome okay we need to have a third microphone yes i keep meaning to buy that but i there are ways to do this via zoom i've I've thought about it with um friend rory so maybe we'll have him on the pod soon yeah yeah we love that anyway so broadway yes um i think broadway will be fine in the future how long that will take will be a while. (laughs) There will be a lot of closings, which is very... That's the saddest part to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard, but I mean, I honestly like Broadway will bounce back more so than the AMC Universal <laughs> thing. Like, I, I honestly think it yeah. will. Because, I yeah. mean, theater is something that just, like, can't die. Like, it's a medium right. that, like, you you have to go to. Yeah, like, there's, there's no replacement. There's it's no like, it's like concerts. Like, you have to be there to get the experience. Exactly, so. yeah. And, of course, like, you can stream to your heart's content, but, like, people will still go to theater. It's yeah. the thing that people will do until the earth blows up. Mm. Which, like, you know, light a couple candles and might happen. <laughs> but, um... But no, I think probably will be okay. The The early 2021 thing is rough, mm. like really, really rough. I wonder what's going to happen with like the Tony Awards. Like are right. they just, is it, I mean, it depends on when, when Broadway comes back. If it comes back in the fall, maybe they'll do like a Tony Awards thing in December. Mm. But like if, if Broadway doesn't come back until like early 2021, there just won't be 2020 Tony Awards. And I guess they'll just count the 2020 and 2021 Broadway season right. as, as one season That's, and everything would be so there. weird. It'd be so, it'd be so weird, but like, honestly, there wouldn't be that many shows. Yeah. It wouldn't be like two years worth of shows. It would kind of just be one year worth right. of show shows. Which do you think is more likely the fall of this year or early next year? I really can't tell you. Mm. I really have no clue because I, things in California are going pretty well and like yeah. things are going to start opening up in California at some point, much, much sooner than in New York city. And even when they start and opening up in New York city, like things like theater right. will take much longer. I like- guarantee you off Broadway will open up sooner because the theaters are smaller. 
I'm sure you know the smaller railway theaters might open up sooner. Mm. Like the the um, Helen Hayes is it still called the Helen Hayes Theater? I don't know. Back in my day, it was called the Helen Hayes Theater. It was Broadway's smallest theater. Mm. It's like um, I think like 600 seats um, that could open up right sooner. I don't know. I really can't tell you. So I <sighs> I mean theater will be okay. I think some musicals will not, but that is. It's good that there are tours and everything that can open up for these musicals so that they can have a life off of Broadway. So, yeah. Oh, God. We're all sad. (laughs) It's sad. But thank you for your question. Thank you for your question, (laughs) Damien. Thank you for listening and watching us. Yeah. Also, I wonder what he did uh, with... uh, I know. What do you do? Tell us more. uh, Yeah. So we have you, a question for you. Yeah, were you in the show? Yeah, are you or dancers? Like, do you work for uh, marketing for the shows? Yeah, um, specifically, would you work like the merch booth? Ooh, I love those. I love. Do you just, love like, a merch booth? I lo- uh, at a Broadway show, absolutely. Interesting. Oh my god, there's nothing better than walking, like after the show or before the show, like looking at what's at the merch. Is booth. it super expensive though? That's how it is at concerts. Like everything's it's very expensive. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's quite expensive. <laughs> it's more of a thing that like I would always get when I was younger. Yeah, I'd be like, ooh, I want this, and yes. you know, my mom should be like, oh, we took him to see a Broadway show. Yeah, like, this is a, an event. This is a moment. Let's get one of the big playbooks. Like, right, where you see all the pictures and everything. But now I just look at it and I'm just like. I don't need that. <laughs> it's just so much money. That. I mean, I'm, if, if you do work the merch booth, I'm sure you're wonderful at your job. Yes. But I, one day when I'm rich. Mm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Love it. So I guess, is it now the time that we jump into what's been giving us moments for the week? I guess now is, hold on, let me look up. I need like a small detail. Okay. Um, about mine. Okay. Hold on. How do I get to my profile on Twitter? Oh God. It's, it's so go. hard on this podcast because whenever I have to like do something like social media related, I'm like, how does social media work? <laughs> oh my gosh. I grandma forget. over here. Um, so I am not one to obsess over a meme or some sort of like internet sensation. Okay. I mean, you know, I watch and I enjoy and everything, but I don't like go nuts about it. Yeah. There was this adorable little girl on Twitter. Okay. Her mom posted a video of her singing a song that okay. she wrote that the little girl wrote yes. called What's Inside Your Butthole. And it is <laughs> Matt Palmer's face and <laughs> Matt Palmer died internally. <laughs> mm. It and when I tell you it is to me the funniest thing on the planet. It's so funny. It's on the Twitter account uh, for, a, for a woman named Lisa Rifle, at Lisa, R-I-E-F-F-E-L. Mm. And it's just her daughter with a little guitar plunking it out, singing a song, being like, I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts, maybe there's aliens. <laughs> what's inside your butthole? I really want to know. What's inside your butthole? I really want to know. And people have started making remixes to it, and mm. I've watched all of that. <laughs> when I tell you it's been a lazy week and it's because of this little, I mean, this literally just happened yesterday, but it has brought me more laughter than anything else this week. I mean, it's brought me you, such joy. Did you retweet it or something? Because I did see that on my timeline and scrolled right on. By. Oh my God. I it's so like, funny. Wait, I, I'm going to play it. Hold on. Oh, you play, don't have to. I'm playing it for I the podcast. Your... I'm playing it for the pod guys. Hold on. Okay, that's enough. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, stop it. What's this such a bell? I always want to know. The chorus is great. The okay. chorus slaps. Okay. This girl's a future ahead of her. Well, I'm saying. I, it was giving me all the moments. I'm this week. glad it's brought you and I'm sure a lot of people joy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are lots of people who love that. I love I it. 
Love that for all of you. Um, so mine is also a song. Uh, and it's a different song because it's not that. Because but it's not a hit? Like What's Inside Your Belt Hole? It absolutely should be a giant hit. And it's a song that uh, was announced and released a day early because Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks got a little angry. <laughs> <laughs> More, not even at the beginning. For whatever reason, Natalie Maines posted in full, I believe, uh, the lyric video for Juliana Calm Down. Uh, on her Instagram and then her label told her like you have to take that down like it needs to be up for <laughs> streaming tonight at midnight and if Spotify knows that we've leaked it before and like it was before it was on Spotify they won't put it on its playlist they'll like blacklist you like you don't want that and then because yeah, music industry is vindictive uh, absolutely Oof. and then Natalie Maines put out another Instagram being like oh so, so I hope you guys like Juliana Calm Down when it was up it's gone now because I don't even own my art apparently record companies own that and you know I don't want to get blacklisted but I you know what? I'm just guess I just need to be looking for a new line of work, not ready to make nice. And all, the whole time I was like, maybe you should calm down. <laughs> like <laughs> I love you and I love your passion, and I feel like that's the reason you're such an amazing songwriter. And I was obviously with you in '04 about that bush shit, but maybe you're in the wrong here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just, may, or maybe not so much like in the wrong because of course it is frustrating that yes. you're doing your work, but maybe like you know the people, the higher ups. Have a point yes. and have a concern, yes. and it's quite a legitimate concern. It is valid. Like I feel like as a planner myself, I get why they would not want you to do that. Uh, yes. So they want to hit release, and then it's all released. Exactly. Yes. And so then that was in my head, and then uh, Friday rolled around. I kind of forgot about the song. I just remember about the hubbub, and then I went. I finally came around to listening to Juliana Calm Down, and when I tell you that this fucking song. Oh my god. Oh my god. It literally. The song is literally a love letter to any woman ever because they mm. literally assume that every woman will have their heart ripped out by a man and this is them telling you how to handle it. And what is she doing? She, You said she's like naming like the little girls like yes, in her family. Th- these are like her, I think the names of her daughters, the names of the other Dixie Chicks daughters, maybe some nieces, just every name is a different name of like the other women's like, you should not just calm down, put on your best shoes and fucking dance like nobody's watching and ha- do it with a smile even if it's put on it's just like put on put on the song on. is brilliant like, it the is song is truly quite brilliant and the and way it builds it, oh I beautiful. love the build by it's the, five minutes long it's so long <laughs> and by the last chorus when the percu- there's actual production and produ- uh, percussion and it's just so it starts like Matt Steele called it a funeral dirge at the beginning and it totally is and then it builds to like this joyful cacophony and it's just like yes we yeah. all like don't let them see you sweat. They will break your heart. They don't give them the satisfaction. And she, there, she's seeing. talking to little girl. Yes, and because it's it. like because so like, a man will ruin you. Like, I, a man has ruined me. I <laughs> just feel so bad for like you know she probably has some nephews or something. <laughs> like, so all my little nieces and my daughters and everything nephews. Mm, <laughs> this song isn't for you. I mean, maybe if, if there are any gay nephews out there, then they they can listen to it too. <laughs> oh, what if like she? What if like she called out the one nephew who she thinks might be gay? <laughs> When she's like, oh, you know, and Kevin. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> and and then the rest of the family's like, why'd you also name Kevin? And she's probably just like, You'll oh, see. you know, I just... I just needed another name. <laughs> but truly, I I loved Gaslighter, but like that is very much like a thesis statement, I believe, of what the album is. But now mm. we're getting into the specificity of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I cannot 
wait for this album. And I realize it's probably frustrating because that album was supposed to come out on Friday before the whole COVID-19 thing happened. But I'm just so I just have a gut feeling that it's going to be excellent. It's like my feelings about the Alanis album coming out Mm -hmm. soon. It's just like everything we've heard of it it gets better and better as the releases go on. And I believe that's going to happen with Lady Gaga as well. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, is this going to be the best year of music since 2014? 2013, not 2014. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like 2014 had some stuff. 2013 was better, I think. It was better. Yeah. Yeah. That's seven years. Yes. I mean, the thing is, 2014 was fine. And that's the thing is, ever since then, it's felt like a bit of a drought. I feel like after Fancy, I felt a dip. I felt a noticeable dip after Fancy. Was Fancy 2014? Yeah. Okay. Fancy was summer of 2014. I remember that was also the year of uh, GRL's Ugly Heart, which I realize is oh, only one song. But like, that's a great God, song. what a yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. But and, I mean, of course, like, obviously, great stuff has come out since yes, then. absolutely. You know, obviously, we got Lemonade yes. in this period of time. Absolutely. But, like... I feel like the consistency of like amazing, amazing pop music. Yes. Um, you know, it's few and far between. Yes, and now it feels years. like there's a density. Now it's just like, oh my God, I'm excited for everything. Right. I was excited for Selena Gomez, excited for Kesha, excited for Jojo. Rina Sawayama, hello, surprise. Exactly. Like sprung Dua up. Lipa, on us. Dua Lipa. Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks. Alanis. Like Lady. Fucking, Lady fucking Gaga. Gaga, Adele. Hopefully this Ad- year, Rihanna at some point. At some, <laughs> Rihanna in twenty twenty three. Exactly. So I just feel like there's a lot that's going to be great about this year in pop music, and I just want us all to listen to Juliana. Calm down, just in case Spotify is hiding them from you because oh my God, of no. that early release. Everyone should listen, listen to, to that song. song. It is so so good, and it has been giving me moments ever since you know Thursday night at midnight when it came out. I just I'm in love. Yeah. I'm a boy in love. Great year for music. Oh, gosh. Maybe they're astronauts. Maybe they're aliens. Okay. Well, is there anything else? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Power Music. And it's Matt Steele. And at 2 Game Mats for both of us. Go to patreon.com slash 2 Game Mats for more bonus content from us. Uh, we just put up on our main channel our Rina Sawayama review of her album Sawayama. And um, we love everybody for listening. Yes. Yeah, stay safe. Stay, stay safe. away from everyone. Yes. And I know it's getting long. We're all getting a little tired of being inside and not seeing people. It's weighing on all of us. But... We're all doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Be smart. Even if you live in Georgia and for some reason you can go out and do things, do not. Oh, my God. So many people got. I can't can't even talk about it. Like, and and you see the pictures of people like at parks on top of Mm -hmm. each other with Mm -hmm. no masks. Yeah. It's just like, do you you just want this to never end? Like, do you just like not care about anyone else besides yourself? Yeah. And it's like there are times where I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not doing a good job, like social distancing. Or mm. like, I could be doing better. I could be doing better. And then I see other people and I'm just like, oh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> like I'm I know I'm doing OK. I know. Comparatively, like, no, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. And we're back soon with another brand new 2K Mats podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.